1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scottish football shuts down until further notice amid coronavirus fears Neil Lennon believes Celtic should win the title if the campaign never resumes and Rangers lost 3-1 at home to Bayer Leverkusen in what could be the last football we see for some time Fraser Wishart and Hugh Keevans Well there are two things we know this evening One is that the world is in a state of global emergency Two is that the game of football has to go into a state of suspended animation until the pandemic ceases to be. This is the correct course of action to take. When the Prime Minister can say that families will lose loved ones before their time because of coronavirus, everyone has to appreciate that football must know its place. When Bill Shankly said the game was more important than matters of life and death, he didn't mean it. It was just a throwaway line. Tonight, football is coming to terms with a grim reality And human tragedy should not be turned into a point-scoring exercise Yeah, and I think we're into, into unprecedented times I've been involved in football a long time As, as is you, we were chatting earlier And uh, never seen anything like this And I'm sure there'll be lots of questions And all be hypotheticals and what's if What if this and what if that I think the answer is that nobody really knows And we're taking this on a a day-to-day basis and being involved with the PFA and involved in, in the background of all of this stuff as well it's now changing been changing recently in, in an hour-to-hour basis uh, and I think just last night when Mikel Arteta announced that he was self-isolating I think that that was a, the, the, a trigger for everybody to say we've come this far we've done it so far we've managed to keep the whole business the whole sport afloat but it's now time to do something a, and a sensible approach but one that really sends us into the unknown for, for the next few months So many questions can we provide all the answers? No Can we provide even some of the answers Probably still no But nevertheless The phone lines are open And we'll get through this together 01419511025 Give us all your thoughts All your considerations On the news today Do you think it was the right call The wrong call uh, Where do we go from here It is completely hypothetical It's completely what ifs But let's be honest We have no other choice Hugh Evans. I think the first thing we have to say Is that Sensitivity should come before trying to profit from human misery The football authorities, the SPFL and the SFA Will need the wisdom of Solomon to get through this one And we are crying out now for strong and effective leadership But when over 1,200 people have lost their lives in Italy When people there are dying at 250 per person per day uh, Then We have to understand that as the first death in Scotland comes along as well, we have to understand that that this is a global tragedy and football has to come to terms with that and football has to know Mm. its place. I know lots of people are interested in what should happen to the title and what should happen to promotion and relegation and all the rest of it. We'll try our best to get there. Uh, We are here until 8 o'clock, so there's plenty of time for that. I just want to try and make sure we're all clear as to exactly where we're at at the moment, Fraser, and how we got there. So the official story, if you like, all football in Scotland has been cancelled until further notice. The SPFL and SFA announced that decision this morning, saying it takes place with immediate effect. Now remember, this morning, we still thought Motherwell Aberdeen was going to be on tonight at Fir Park. Queen of the South Air as well. Big games over the weekend, in case you hadn't heard, Rangers and Celtic uh, (laughs) due to meet 
at Ibrooks. The statement says the joint response group can confirm the decision of the Scottish FA board to suspend all domestic, professional and grassroots football under the jurisdiction of the Scottish FA until further notice. That's a key part as well Because some weeks are closing down Some leagues, sorry Are closing down for two weeks or three weeks And putting a, a date in place We don't have that um, At the moment The bottom line um, Perhaps another line that jumps out The Scottish FA and SPFL Will continue to liaise with governments and UEFA In relation to domestic European and international fixtures In the coming days More information Will be communicated at the appropriate time You both seem pretty clear though That this is the right call yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no debate there. Totally, no? totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No other course of action open to football. Yeah, no, absolutely. And in the last few days, uh, we, we wrote to our members last night, and I spoke to the management committee of the P- PFA Scotland yesterday because it was becoming increasingly aware. I become increasingly aware of perhaps a view that to try and play games behind closed doors, you know, and get to this weekend and, and etc. And speaking to our members, they didn't want to, to to play behind closed doors either. I mean, the coronavirus. Is, is communicated to others by touch, by by sweat, by bodily fluids. What happens in football? You know, players were saying, why am I not allowed to, to shake hands? And then with players, and then 30 seconds later, the striker's got his hand in my face and we're falling over each other and we're tackling whoever else. And that for me was, was a kind of trigger point. We wrote to the SPFL, uh, dropped him a line uh, last, last night to say, this is our, our management committee's opinion. And I think that maybe just pushed things to, mm-hmm. to say, we can't do that. You know, health and safety of players is absolutely paramount. I'm pleased the authorities took that into consideration. And, and if you're not going to play games behind closed doors and players don't want to do that, rightly so, because their health and safety seems as anybody else's, then, then you, just, you just have to cancel mm-hmm. football. And where we go, we really don't know. You said it's, it's indefinite. And, uh, that, and that's the truth We have to assess it On an hour by hour basis Day by day basis We don't know where we're going to be In society in Scotland And, and although other countries Have put a date on it I know I've spoken to A number of player unions Across across Europe And one by one Yesterday and today They've, they've, they've closed their leagues as well And they don't know either How long that's going to be Although they'll say two weeks It could be longer So, so just so to double check Sorry Hugh Just for clarity I'm not saying you you are uh, You know the players are, are solely responsible Fraser But the idea of Potentially playing games Behind closed doors That was that was knocked in the head by by the PFA, by the players, by yeah. by the union, the, your members who, who did not want to do that. Yeah, it was our management committee who are essentially our board led by Liam Craig, very ably, Michael Devlin, David Gray, lads from, from clubs up and down the country. So I spoke to them and said, listen, we're going to have to take a position on this. And and uh, the more feedback we got from, from players that we spoke to at other clubs, the more they were saying, why? You know, they've taken the fans away to protect them. Fantastic. But we're, they were more likely to get at the players Communication from a player That you're playing against And especially when you The lad at Juventus Who was on the bench Thankfully But had coronavirus Unknown to him So it was entirely Not his fault But had he been playing And touched another player An opponent Or whatever else And sweat over them as well Then players everywhere Would would start to get The coronavirus And why would we put players In that position Just simply to fulfil fixtures You know So uh, across the board I think there's been There's been really good Strong support from the players and it makes sense. We have to protect them as well. People people actually forget that players have lives, families. They can communicate that to a family member, to an early family member, and then all of a sudden we're in a totally other dimension if that was picked up on a football field. You know? In UEFA's own language, we are dealing with force majeure. In, in effect, an act of God. Therefore, we have to take a step back from this. We have to heed medical opinion. As Fraser said, we have to do what is best by players and fans and it is for the football authorities in this country to determine 
Where we go in the fullness of time And that will be the thing that will preoccupy the minds of supporters However, we cannot profit from human misery And let them, the authorities, come to a solution And then communicate that solution to all of us And then we can absorb that information and know what we're dealing with Rob is a Rangers fan from Kilmarnock What have you made of all this, Rob? It's quite a lot to get your head around We've... Never seen anything like it. What's your reaction this evening? Yeah, good evening, everyone. Um, yeah, I really welcome the authorities' decision to postpone all football, including grassroots for the younger kids. You know, this this isn't Hollywood. This is real life, and it's affecting everyone: um, sports stars, presidents, um, leaders of the world, everyday Joe Soap in the street. We have to take the, the measures to cancel all these events. The you know the biggest bit for me is. Where do the governing bodies then say Well what do we do with the rest of the football season Now as a Rangers fan I'll concede That Celtic probably will win that league But whilst it's arithmetically possible For Rangers to catch them Can the legality say well yeah okay We're going to hand that over What about Hearts you know arithmetically they can still catch St Mirren are they going to say well you're going to be Relegated well then we've done The United up and do that so there's a whole load Going on and you can take it into the summer Do they cancel the Euros uh, Neil Lennon made the point today, I watched his press conference, you know, play the football in the summer, but then these players might only have eight days, nine days rest and you're playing Champions League football. We don't know how long this is going to go, but I think the right decision has been made today, as I say, it's about people's lives and I understand that lower clubs financially are going to have a massive implications for them, you know, players could be redundant, teams could fold over this, but I think you just made the point, it's real life and this is dealing with Lives and we have to put sporting events to the side to deal with it and hopefully rid this heinous virus, you know, as, as quick as we can. And these measures we have to take are unprecedented, and I don't know if we'll ever see these events again. Fraser, you work closely with clubs on various matters, and I'm interested mm-hmm. in something Rob said towards the end of his comments there. The financial implications of this for clubs, how serious is the danger that? that Without putting too fine a point on it We lose clubs over this How serious is that risk? It's difficult to know Without actually knowing The individual finances Of of those clubs As to how dangerous it is To get into that extreme But there's absolutely no doubt That uh, clubs will suffer from On a financial uh, basis Um, You know A lot of their clubs Are are hand to mouth You know So they, they rely on income coming in that's why we don't have a winter break in the lower leagues because you know the cash flow of two or three home games during that period is, is, is very important to them. And again, we're, we're going into the unknown and the hypothetical and the speculation, but uh, there's no doubt that uh, we, the clubs are going to have to look at their finances, going to have to try and find an alternative way. Players have contracts, uh, other staff have contracts as well. We forget that uh, football clubs employ an awful lot of people directly and, and indirectly as well. So it is going to have a, have a huge impact And uh, like everything else Like what's going to be done Will the season be finished? We don't know Hopefully it can If it doesn't then what do you do? Nobody's really making those decisions At this very moment But it is something we, we as a union Are keeping a, an eye on And we're in regular communication With our members to say Listen, we we know we know there's going to be issues We're ready to be, for it to be addressed But what those issues are, Gordon Nobody knows the, it, the, the detail And how, how deep it's going to go It would be unreasonable To expect the SFA or the SPFL To come up with a solution now Absolutely uh, They will have to take a step back from it If we are being brutally honest Not many people in this country have great faith In the way that the SFA and the SPFL Are looked after at the highest level 
But there has to be a certain degree of sympathy For them at this particular time Because they have to take heed of what the Scottish mm. government says They have to take heed of uh, what the Westminster government says Without politicising this show That's the last thing the Super Scoreboard needs no. But actually football's taking its own decision today Hugh the, the advice that came from a government level yesterday Was that the game could go ahead tonight Could go ahead, go ahead tomorrow And that the game could go ahead on Sunday So actually Scottish football has, has taken that decision Irrespective of, yeah, of government but, guidance You know it is not politicising the situation at all To say that uh, the Westminster government and the Holyrood Parliament uh, will be involved in all of these matters and work with football. What we have to hope, confining yourselves to this country, what we have to hope is that the SPFL and the SFA come up with a way forward which is understandable mm-hmm. and does not infuriate. Rob makes a number of relevant points, Fraser. And this is where we're, we're going to have to use a, a bit of imagination here Because we don't, we don't know And I, I, I do accept that Something Rob mentions what's the, what's the best case scenario? Is the best case scenario Because you look at next week UEFA will meet next week We're supposed to have a Euros in the summer I think most people expect that yeah. that won't happen Is the best case scenario at the moment That UEFA take that decision The Euros... Gets removed from the summer And then hopefully Fingers crossed The the viral situation is such that, that we can pick up again At some point in the future And maybe use the gap Vacated by the Euros To finish domestic seasons And I know there may be obstacles But in, in a broad yeah. sense Is that the best case scenario? That, that would be absolutely ideal And I, th- I think that UEFA will take that decision um, and, and hopefully they will take that decision Because it takes the pressure off if, As we stand if Scottish football was to start up again in a couple of weeks, we still couldn't fit in those fixtures. We, we had the debate over if Rangers had got to, to the next round of the yeah. Cup, then where do they fit in a game that's cancelled? A game in hand, I think, against St. Johnson. It's as tight as that in Scottish football as well. And uh, that that's probably the best case scenario. And, and if that was to happen, I think everybody would be absolutely delighted because that, that would mean we can get to the stage of... Of ending the, the the season, there are a lot of barriers that I'm sure we'll talk over the night that are in place. Hypothetically, that would be ideal. Whether we can do that, we will have to wait and see. You explained one such barrier to me when you arrived into the office this afternoon. One that I must admit I just hadn't really considered. So this notion that we can hopefully pick up again in June or July or even August and finish things off then, and I'll all be happy. We'll have a champion. We'll have you know relegation. There's a major contractual issue for players. What's the what's the general cutoff point for players' contract? The general cutoff is June the ninth. Players' contracts full time, part time will go to June the ninth because that's the start of the next transfer window. So if you're going into June, again, hypothetically, what do you do? Because at that point, clubs technically at the moment can sign new players, and players would leave and not sign new contracts. Players would be released. Um, and if and if I was a player and a club says to me, "Listen, we're going to release you, but can you sign for another month and play in June?" Uh, just to let us get through this season, I'd say not a chance. You want me to get injured? What if I get injured? Are you going to pay my salary for the next next six to nine months? You know, so there's a huge, huge complication in in all of this. Of course, there's going to have to be a bit of flexibility, and and I think our members are going to have to be a bit flexible as well. And we're almost not going to have to put aside the norms of regulations yeah. and transfer windows and contracts, etc. And that's why we're, we're quite happy to work with the SFA and the SPFL going forward because everybody's going to have to pull in the same direction here. Rob. Clear as mud Just a bit yeah He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right Listen it's it's unprecedented You know I, I personally think this will change Football 
for generations to come because but if they start stop starting the end of the seasons now, do we start moving towards the way summer football? Because if we if we do the summer football and we say we start the season in October, that then finishes when into the summer. So I think this will actually have a global effect on all sporting calendars. F one, they're not going to start until May. There's talk about reduce that to 16 races but then if they extend it to what it's going to be it's not going to finish in December it's going to finish again in 2022 so the, the implications are, are varied but the most important thing is is society and people need to stay safe and follow all precautions that is the first and foremost paramount for me Absolutely well said Robin Kilmarnock kicking us off if you've got any other potential solutions hypothetical scenarios we'll do our best let's speak to Ricky in Easterhouse Hi Ricky well, I was just going to ask more or less what Rob says, uh, but I would, I would. What would be the fairest way if you are a a, a, a fairer way to do? Because obviously we're talking about relegation, mm. winning the league, who finishes second, third, sixth, a lot, and also if we do have a long, if we do have a long layoff, as player, what I was going to ask Fraser and all this. As players going in day to day to the clubs, are they still training? Are they still sitting there? If well, that stops, then if we go to a pre-season again. Yeah, some good points, Ricky. So let's split them. The first one, Ricky wants to know what's the fairest way. Great question, Hugh. Good luck well, answering it. No, no one can possibly come up with that answer right now. Because Give first a, of all, what, what is your your own gut? Just your own personal feeling, with no inside knowledge or anything attached to. It. First of all, we have to remember this is a medical problem and the medical authorities will have to tell football on a UK-wide basis when it is safe to resume playing football, when it's safe to have fans going back into grounds. I I don't mean to keep labouring this point, but it is worth remembering, at the moment, the medical advice from the government was not to ban fans from grounds. The Scottish football authorities have taken this decision on their own today. Yeah. In line with other football governing bodies. Yeah. So, having said what I said there, that you first of all have to take advice on when it is safe for fans and players to resume. If you add, if you ask for one man's opinion, my ideal scenario would be that at some point the league resumes and the remainder of the games are played so that the outcome of the title and who goes down and who qualifies for Europe are all determined by matches played on a field. Whether in front of fans or without fans being in attendance. That would be my ideal scenario. The Euros will be cancelled, that's for sure. And therefore, play through April, May, June and finish it so that no one can say hmm. that was dealt with unfairly. But then, of course, we need to hope that, that we can resume in, in April, May, June. We might not be able to. Uh, Fraser, I liked Ricky's last point. I think I noticed Jim Goodwin today. I think it was Jim Goodwin saying players will train as normal on, on Monday. They have to, because at the moment we don't really know what's around the corner. Will they? Is that is that your general understanding? It's a club-by-club basis, because again, players are contacting us saying, what should we do? And, and I'm saying, well, as you're saying, the, the medical advice is still their employees, like everybody else. But So I, I'm saying to them, I think you should check with your with your club to see 
what what have they done in terms of making the environment safe and making it healthy and making it clean? You know, well, if you catch a coronavirus, particularly the part-time players, if you catch it and then you can't do your daily job, you catch it while training with a part-time club, will they cover your salaries, etc.? So it's a team by team basis. I know some of the bigger teams are off for a week, two weeks, maybe longer. Some are training. Are you able to name which ones, or is that particularly no off the record? I don't know whether it's official, particularly official, right, whether okay. it's a secret. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Part-time clubs, some of them will want to be in tomorrow, and some players are saying, "Well, no." I, I'm, I can't come in because I'm playing with a part-time club I'm not earning very much money there If I get the coronavirus I can't do my day job But there might come a time Where you know I'm in charge of PFA Scotland We have seven or eight staff I may have to say to my staff In a couple of weeks Through government advice Don't come in Stay yep. at home And we're preparing for that And at that stage Then players of course Will, will not be able to Will be entitled entitled to say We're not coming in But players will want to train They want to play They would have played this weekend If, if, the, if the authorities had said play they just wouldn't have played in closed door games going going forward. Yeah. Uh, Ricky and Easterhouse, thanks a lot for your questions. I know there will be loads like it. We'll do our best. Unprecedented times. I think everyone can at least appreciate that. Neil Lennon does believe that if the campaign stops now and never resumes, Celtic should be given the title. That'll get some consensus. Correct. We'll do it next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Evans and Fraser Wishart, two men more than capable of handing all your hypothetical situations, your ifs, your buts, and your maybes with regards to what on earth happens to football and Scottish football in particular from here on in. We'll give it a go And my goodness We're going to need your company Over the next couple of weeks We don't know <laughs> what lies ahead We don't know what we're going to be discussing I think we'll still be here Hugh um, well, I'm sure we'll find something You know the the expression used by uh, The football authorities today That uh, everything was being postponed Until further notice Now Somewhere down the line Someone's going to have to explain What that means and where we go from here And that's why I think this story will evolve on a daily basis Now this is the bit that really is starting to cause some debate Even though we don't know if we'll ever get there And even though there's no way of telling what the outcome would be This is the bit that's going to get football fans um, a bit hot under the collar Neil Lennon says if the, title was, if the league was to stop now and was never to be picked up again There can only be one outcome in his mind We'd be the champions Yeah, rightly so With 13 points clear um, and then I think in most of the other leagues, you know, like Dundee and Edith, they'd have to be promoted as well. But certainly, if you're talking about the Armageddon of, you know, the league being cancelled or stopped, then you know it should go on the average points total, which you know would make us clear champions, and rightly so. We're over 30 games into the season. You know, they're not going to take that away from us. You know, they're going to do that to Liverpool. I would doubt it very much. Hugh, it is a hypothetical It is based around ifs But that's our currency at the moment If the league stops now and never resumes Should Celtic be champions, yes or no? I'm struggling to come up with an answer Because because arithmetically Celtic could still be caught I, I fully appreciate that it's a long shot But arithmetically they could still be caught And what do you do about Hearts? Do you relegate Hearts When arithmetically They could still get off the bottom And still climb the league table That's why I go back to the point That Neil Doncaster uh, Ian Maxwell the Respectively the Chief executives at the SPFL and SFA uh, They In keeping with 
the other members of the football hierarchy They are going to have to ruminate on this And now is not the time to give an answer They're going to have to find out where we go from here yeah, Because I mean, I, football I, might be able to pick up again I don't expect an answer from them, obviously, at the moment I just wonder, just personally And try your best then to even take... Well, that never works in this city. I was going to say, f- forget which teams are involved. Just your, your gut instinct, whether it's about the integrity of the competition or whatever. Is it, in your own opinion, is it possible that you could stop a season with seven, eight games to go and give it, give the title to the, the team that's at the top at the moment? I really don't know how that can be possible. because you would so you then, lean towards no then? You would then have to say, Hearts must get relegated because they're bottom now. That, to me, does not seem fair. I am hoping... Against all hope that football matches can be used to determine who should be champions. Celtic are worthy of their lead at the top. It would be incredible uh, for events to take all of that away from them. They are deserving of being the champions. But to say right now... Let's just declare Celtic the champions. I don't see how that's possible. John is in Mary Hill. What's your own take on it, John? Hi, good evening guys Hello Hi Just uh, stuck on the news and heard Neil Lennon saying that Basically if the, the league does get forfeited We should get the championship due to 13 points uh, But as she was just saying there, rightly so If that's the case then Hearts would get relegated um, And they would have a, a bit of a gripe Because there's points to play for there it's, uh, Rangers have still got to play Obviously and a game in hand So potentially if they'd if they beat uh, Celtic and win their game in hand, it's seven points. Still a lot to play for, but for Neil Lennon to come out and say that, with everything that's going on with this coronavirus, I think it's pretty poor uh, to come out. 13 points, fair enough, they're at that, they deserve it, but to come out and say that, I think it's really poor. Let me let me uh, say this about Neil Lennon uh, before people run away with the idea that he's shown crass insensitivity and... Uh, uh, should not be speaking about this at a time like this. Neil Lennon was being bombarded by questions at a press conference in the immediate aftermath of the news that football had gone into cold storage, gone into this state of suspended animation. He's thinking on his feet, giving answers off the top of his head. Yeah, and by the way, that that's what takes the headlines. There were lo- there was loads of stuff yeah. about you know football being put into perspective yeah. and, and all that. So. That's Let's the danger. That mind. That's the danger. I in, can't play in, the full thing. In this in this city, that's the danger that we're, we're so heavily polarised that Neil Lennon will be accused of insensitivity. He is trying to answer loads of questions with only moments to think about it after the news has been given that football has gone into cold storage. Right, Fraser, your own take again? Yes, hypothetical. Yes, it's enough. The season ends now. Can we declare it? Can can you give Celtic the title? It's it's a it's a difficult one to 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 answer, and I agree with Hugh. I think I mean, Neil Lennon, of course, he's going to say that he's a Celtic manager, and every manager, if any other club in the land was sitting there, they would say exactly the same thing. And I think Hugh's right. Before we go away with it, with with kind of suggestions that he said something wrong, this is not about should they award the title to Celtic from an SPFL and a governance point of view. This is about what do you do. With everybody else And it's rules So I think we have to get To that stage Of course you can John Go on John yeah um, Well why didn't it, Rather than saying that And getting people's backs up And all the rest of it Why didn't he just turn around And say Well it's going to be put In the hands of the uh, FIFA Or 
the UEFA or someone where they're going to determine what's happening regarding world football here. So see if he'd say that at his press conference. He's not saying give us a give us a league, give us for thirteen points. Put it back on to the onus of people further up within the football world and let them determine because that's what's going to happen anyway. They're the ones that are going to be mm. calling the shots at the end of the day after the, the, that. I don't know if you've seen the footage of um, the, the gentleman in England today who comes out from the the meeting and is chased along a street by several camera crews and people asking him to give definitive answers to something that it's not possible to have a definitive answer for. So I ask you again to accept that minutes after the bombshell drops that Scottish football has gone into cold storage, Neil Lennon is trying to bat away questions and to be fair to him or anybody else left in that position... You have to think on your feet and give answers off the top of your head and sometimes it might come across as being insensitive or whatever. But he's got seconds to think about all of this. Yeah, I don't know whether there's a right or wrong answer for this stuff either. Some clubs cancelled their press conferences today and you can understand why. Others, uh, like Celtic, were willing to, and if, to, and to if, try and open and up and talk else, about it. somebody else took the opposite view to Neil Lennon, absolutely entitled to that opinion. That, yeah. that, is, that is where we're at and, he, and it's all about opinion. That's why I'm saying here, that people can say the SPFL should do this and do that. This will be the clubs that will decide this between them, but they'll be doing it on detailed legal advice because if you take a decision that it's not about to do a World Celtic title, it's what do you do with every single issue? Yeah. Playoffs. You know, and I think John said there and somebody else said, yeah, just promote Dundee United and really ask, what about Dundee, Inverness, Air United? What about Wraith Rovers who are a point ahead of Falkirk? What about the bottom Brecon City who could drop out? Do we play playoffs? We've not had a playoff between the two Highland League the Highland League winners and the Lone League winners to actually play against Brecon City. What do you do there? This is wider and it's going to be looked at by lawyers who are going to advise. And, of course, as we know in this litigious society, if somebody feels that the decision that's taken by the clubs and the SPFL doesn't suit them, they could end up in, yeah. in, in the court. So this is a huge, huge issue that has to be dealt with with care rather than people just kind of sh- shouting off. This, this is the way it's going to happen. It's wider than just going to... Yeah, exactly. I, I don't have a view at the moment because things are going to develop. It hasn't been top of my agenda. I'm looking at health and safety of players and people and staff and getting people paid and wages, etc. That's the priority here at the moment for, for us involved in the game. Because I've seen lots of theories And by the way I would sympathise with anyone Because that there clearly is no watertight Foolproof solution to this um, But there is a lot of detail missing From from people who have even seen Fraser Well you know just promote the Promote the top four from the <laughs> championship And make it a 16 team league for next season But then you run into difficulties with Television contracts we are, we're, we're not we're not supposed to be restructuring the league at the moment the Television yeah. contracts require four old firm games next season Would that change if we had a top flight of 16? How do you keep doing that then? Do you promote the top four from <laughs> League 1 into the Championship? Yeah. The top four from League 2 into League 1 Where do you get the rest from? Do you get them from the Highland League? Do you get them from the Lone? You know, I, I respect that people want to, to, to try and come up with the solutions But... And relegation from any division, be it Hearts, be it Party Thistle, be it Tours at the bottom, I think Stranraer at, uh, in League One, be it Brecon City, if, if we go down that route as well, it costs people jobs. But not promoting clubs costs people jobs at those clubs. It's a massive, massive yeah. issue, which is p- possibly the, the paramount here is, is what, what we're doing with the rest of it. And the only thing you would have to say, Hugh, you would have to, f- for consistency, is that Celtic's points gap at the top is irrelevant. Because whatever happens, and, and hear me out before anyone gets really upset by that, 
Whatever happens has to be applied across the board to yeah. all the divisions. Uh-huh. And at the moment, Wraith Rovers have a one-point advantage yeah. over Falkirk. So it would have to be the same decision in all divisions. Yeah. And therefore, the points gap actually... Is, ir- is irrelevant And that's why Unless it was arithmetically impossible Sorry for yeah. someone to catch them Although people hate this answer And accuse Those who give this answer uh, Of Being afraid to address the issue Because they're not getting the answer That they want you to give In 150 years Of organised football In the United Kingdom Today We were handed With a situation That has never Arisen before In England and in Scotland To think That there could be A hard and fast solution to it all By 7 o'clock tonight Is a fantasy We're here to late though I think we'll have it nailed by then (laughs) Marco's a Celtic fan Marco, if it was to end today, tonight Should Celtic be given the title? Definitely, definitely not And I tell you that is... um... Quite hard for me to say because obviously I'm a diehard Celtic fan. And yeah, it's not. It's not like expected. I must admit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why in a wee second. But, um, no, it, it can't. It can't happen um, because really, if you think about it, we're going for nine in a row just now, right? And okay, we're pretty much there. And but the whole the holy grail is the ten. Now, can you imagine if we get to that ten eventually, and then and then forever? And we were actually given the ninth title because of this coronavirus, right? Um, and then the Rangers fans could ever say, well, actually, what about that night? You might not have won that because because it, it wasn't played to the end. We could still arithmetically have caught you. So your 10 is null and void, you know? I don't think we could ever live with that. This, I, I'm totally in agreement with Hugh Hebens here. This has to be sorted out on a football pitch uh, somehow, you know? That is, it's the only way to do it fairly. And I think, like Hugh suggested, it should be done uh, during the summer. Um, rules, obviously, existing contracts, whatever, amended accordingly because this is a, a real one-off thing that's never happened. Happened before. And I think even more importantly, let's again as a Celtic fan, it's quite hard for me to say. But let's forget about Celtic for a minute. It's much more important, more more, more important for the teams getting relegated. Or in that, I mean, Hearts and stuff. That would be devastating for them to go back down again. What about the smaller teams that have been mentioned? What about people's jobs as well? Um, a lot of these teams are running in an absolute shoestring, and, and every single penny is accounted for every week. And uh, the thought of losing hundreds, thousands, or whatever would just be uh, devastating to them. So I just don't think it can happen for all sorts of reasons. I'm going to call you Magnus. Magnanimous Marco From now until the end of this conversation Marco Because that is a very magnanimous Point of view that you take As a committed Celtic supporter As Fraser has touched upon Can you imagine If Hearts Were relegated By order of The SPFL the legal- in, in fairness so I feel like most people who Are saying Yeah just award the title to Celtic Aren't necessarily saying relegate Hearts They're, they're coming up with something else Where you just add teams to the division Well you're making that up As you go along yeah. then uh, If You accept It's right To give one team the title Then you must accept It's right to relegate The team at the bottom However That would kick off A legal matter That would Bankrupt The SFA The SPFL And probably Hearts as well uh, Marco, whilst we, we admire your honesty If it was to end And oh, I keep saying that word if I wish I could like underline it ten times And the SPFL awarded the title to Celtic Whilst I admire your honesty Does it really matter what what, what rival fans think? Do, do, you, care, do you care that much? 
Yeah, because obviously we've all got friends and things that have that are Rangers supporters. We all work in environments where there's Rangers and Celtic fans, and we, you know, we socialise with them or whatever. And I just wouldn't want that to, to taint to taint any legitimate winning of, of, of 10 titles in a row uh, because it would never ever go away would it it would always be there yeah but your nine doesn't really count because um, you were you were given it even though you were 13 points ahead we could have still arithmetically caught you you know so you never you haven't really got 10 you've got like nine and you, whatever you know nine so, and a half in a row yeah exactly the same so that really Marco, me Marco is absolutely right because there are range of supporters who genuinely believe that the titles won by Celtic when Rangers were not in the Premiership do not count because Rangers were not there, can which you, is a, a nonsense. Can you please keep the worms in that can for now? <laughs> that, that, that's definitely for another day. We, do, we don't have enough time for that at the moment. We might be struggling for content next week, though, so I'll ask you to but repeat to, that. I, I go back to my basic one, point then. In, in an ideal world, football resumes at a date to be decided. And football matches are played And the champions are determined by football matches And those who go down They are determined by football matches Keep your calls coming We'll hopefully speak to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Fraser Wishart Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're on Twitter At Clyde SSB Johnny's on He says If Big if right now We get football running On the 4th of April It's only three lost weeks That can easily be made up In Scotland By skipping the winter break Next season And the next season Starts three weeks later Even if we miss Six weeks now You could catch up Easy enough Johnny makes it sound easy Um, I sincerely hope he's right In that football Picks up again Because As a country I don't think That we have the sophistication For this kind of argument This is going to polarise and it's going to, to I think lead. it may be even been unfair on, on this country It's just It's impossible I don't think any country Has the sophistication uh, yeah, For the argument Yeah but I live in this one I work in this one I talk about the football In this one The other countries Will need to get on With what they're doing yeah, but You said our country Doesn't have the sophistication For the argument no, Thus it, implying That other countries would Well Maybe they do Okay I just don't like us Being so hard on ourselves Show some sophistication Gentlemen <laughs> Goodness me Well Listen this is when you know It's getting serious Because I've just seen a tweet That says Mrs Brown's Boys Live Will replace match of the day On BBC One tomorrow night So if it's not hit home now Hugh Well It should be That is quite funny What are we going to do Saturday afternoon I mean in all seriousness Everybody will be going To their football For years and years and years We've been working for years And years and years In football And it's it's not that important exactly. but, but people are beginning to think about it but, say, uh, say hello to, to Mrs Wishart <laughs> Scott Too Mc... much time spent together is not a good This thing. would be good Hugh uh, Scott McFarlane says You can't ha- hand over the league until mathematically impossible So it's got to be a one-off game at Hamden Between the two teams that are still able to win the league uh, No that won't happen either <laughs> I, I, give you, I give you my firm guarantee that will not happen You get the army out for that one Yes <laughs> Hugh Keevens the referee I think <laughs> And a one-off uh, Let's speak to Ken In Canvas Line Ken Try and make sense of it all for us Oh I don't know If I can do that <laughs> Give it a go of all, I'd like to say That I hope that Mikel Arteta And anyone else Who's been Affected with coronavirus And self-isolation Has a speedy recovery And is back at the work soon Feeling healthy Good Also um, A point somebody made A minute ago Regarding the um, Relegation of championship I mean, there's no fair way of actually working out if the football doesn't resume. 
you know, so it's either the ones at the top get the championship where there's no relegation, or the whole season is scrubbed and start next season up best. That's you know, the only options I see regarding that and if the football doesn't start. I'd also like to say, because he was talking about the Euros and uh, they've been cancelled. I was listening to uh, another radio station last night. I apologise for that. <gasps> Sorry, this is going to be the main day because the UEFA meeting on Monday Tuesday. and the says that it's going to be delayed until next summer. Yeah. yeah, I think that certainly looks like it. I think it's Tuesday, uh, UEFA. If, if, if this, uh, it's not just Scottish football, if leagues across Europe and, and the Sedella, I, I speak to guys um, from player unions across Europe and uh, they're all the same opinion because they're all finishing early because of Euro 2020 and because of this cancellation of, of fixtures or postponement of fixtures if we are going to finish the season then Euro 2020 can't go ahead and UEFA are in, are in charge of all of that so that's that's going to be the first step and that might just give a wee bit of breathing space to the leagues to be able to put in place some, time, some kind of contingency because we've only got a couple of months before the season ends Yeah, uh, Ken let me just sorry just to, to sum up what you were So you think Celtic should be given the title If it was to end But you don't think there should be a relegation Is that right? Well that, that's, that's one way of doing it Is either you can, Whoever's top of the leagues Be it the Premiership, Championship One or two um, If they're top of the league Then they deserve to be there And then give them the Championship and No relegation Because it wouldn't be fair on the Teams like Hearts and Party Finish They might have a chance to have Surviving, yeah, but if you, you know did, I mean? but if you deserve to be top and therefore you deserve to win it, do you not deserve to be bottom and therefore deserve to go down? So, we've got to be trying to get some sort of fairness in it. The only other fair way to do it would be to say just pretend the season didn't actually happen and then it all starts again next start next season if we're allowed to play football at that particular point in time. Well, that's where we uh, we are all jointly in the dark because we don't know. And remember that uh, not so very far down the line, there's a World Cup that's going to be played in the winter time. So we are headed into immense confusion. Uh, and the first thing that has to be established is: is it possible to actually finish this football season at some date in the future by playing football matches? Because for me, in a litigious age. We are going to be playing more in the courts than we are on the football field. I know I'm asking a lot of you. It's it's very difficult, but given the way this has gone, the speed at which everything's happened, Hugh, in the your wildest imagine, can you imagine a scenario where the season does just get written off and just you forget it happened and, and you move on and start again? I could imagine that happening if medical opinion is that it would be unsafe for players, spectators, and everyone alike. Uh, to be involved in football until mm. this pandemic passes. If if that is medical opinion and football is impossible uh, for the next three, four, five months, who knows, uh, then I could imagine a scenario where uh, someone will eventually say, well, I'm sorry, the season cannot finish and in effect did not start. Bernard is in Warrington. What's on your mind tonight, Bernard? Okay, so we're all doing the esports wives and whens, and uh-huh. uh, apparently, a caller come on before saying, Mr. Lennon, or for say, for uh, jumping the gun, saying, where a Celtic should be given. The, he, as you said, you, he was asked a question. If he wasn't asked a question, he probably would have said anything. Uh-huh. So, on that note, 
let me ask you something, you. So, nothing to do with that, nothing to do with it whatsoever. Let me ask you something, you. Let's say someone was to whisper in Stevie to this, to Stevie Gerard's ears. Stevie, can you, give us, can you give us your opinions on a little script of their title? I wonder what Stephen Gerard would say, you. Uh, I broke sorry, up a bit there. He, he said, bit. "Can you imagine someone whispering Stephen Gerrard here that Liverpool would be stripped of their title? Just for accuracy, you can't be stripped of something until you've won it. But I, I get what Bernard means. Would Stephen Gerrard feel differently because think, Liverpool are closing in on the title? Uh, I think that Stephen Gerrard uh, spoke during the week in the lead up to the game with Bayer Leverkusen and said that he would think it was a, to use his exact words, a great big shame." If the league season did not finish And uh, teams were able to claim the championship uh, On merit on the field And I thought at the time Well that's magnanimous of him Because at the moment as things stand There is very very little likelihood Of Rangers being that team So in effect he was uh, campaigning for the season to end by playing football matches whenever we could, mm. even if it meant Celtic becoming the champions and thereby winning nine in a row. So I think Stephen Gerrard has already said his piece and declared his hope that football decides the title, even if it means that his club cannot win the title. We're all saying now that uh, if Celtic lose their two games, at, uh, against Rangers at home and away, and if if Rangers win directly, Rangers couldn't beat Kilmarnock last week or has the week before. So where are we going with this? And that's why Fraser, it's ne- it, it can never be about that stuff. It can't possibly be about who maybe would win this game and maybe would win that game. It, it can't be. It, we we are in the hands of of what's going to happen with this. Horrible virus, sadly, and the medics, and uh, you know anything is possible, probable, maybe on the table. Nobody knows. It's moving from day to day, but at some point, a decision is going to have to be made. And and if if for no other reason than they split the the prize money and they split it club one to club forty two, there's a percentage of the profits from the SPFL at the end of the season, and they get split. So they have to make a decision at some point. Whether we finish the season, that would be ideal. If we don't finish the season, we play three games, four, however many at, at that point. There's also across Europe some uh, the possibility that none of the leagues will finish. So therefore, it might be UEFA that decide. There you go. That's what it's going to be because they need to know who's playing the Champions League next year, who's playing in the, UA, in the, mm-hmm. in the Euro- Europa League. But for us, this is not going to be. And I take it again and again and again. And Celtic fans will think that it's about Celtic, and Rangers fans will think it's about that. It's not. This is wider. This is about the whole league. And a decision that's taken will be taken for the, every single division. It won't be taken one for the Premiership, one for League One, one for League Two. It'll be taken across the board. And I have to be honest with you, nothing, nothing sounds good. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. There is one football-related competition that survives for now and it's Beat the Pundit your chance to win a signed ball if you can get more questions right than Hugh Keevans or Fraser Wisher Get involved right now 0141 951 1025 and you have to call before the news at 7 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans and Fraser Wishart here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, trying our best to digest that massive news today that all football in Scotland has been cancelled until further notice in response to the spread of coronavirus. When will we? Resume Will we ever resume If we don't What will happen to the league title Could we play next season What about players contracts Just some of the questions That have come up I don't think we've answered any Because we can't really Uh, But it certainly does make For an interesting discussion And debate So we'll keep that going And also Between now and 8 o'clock Rangers fans What did you make of the game last night (laughs) Just in case you forgot And I know It maybe doesn't count for much I don't know if we'll ever get The second leg I don't know if Uh, If it'll ever go any further But what did you make of it? And you might think Who cares? But Bear in mind This could be the last Time for weeks Months That we get to look back On a game of football Mm. So why not get in touch with us And let us know What you made Of that game at Ibrox Last night This first up Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun Slash football Now we had another zero from the listeners last night So Robert and Dumbarton Please tell me you've at least got one correct answer In your locker Robert I'll try my best Good, that's all I can ask um, Last night was not a classic The gentleman Hugh had all his pals in the car as well oh. They had all egged him on Go on, you can do it It's only DL and Wilson, they're hopeless But zero Was it Was it not nil-nil? I mean DL, on, DL only, got, <laughs> he only got two To be fair um, But he did still win And um, it wasn't a classic So let's see if we can do better tonight I do think these are easier Famous last words Heads it's Hugh Keevans Tails it's Fraser Wishart And it is you Fraser Wishart Up against Robert Barton. So I'm going to give Fraser Something else to listen to Can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. He is. Fraser, he is. Fraser can still hear me. That's not good. That means producer Andy is going to have to come in here, press some buttons, and sort that situation out. There we go. I think he's done it now. Yes, we're getting the thumbs up from Fraser. Good, Robert. You've got thirty seconds head to head, and you can pass. Here's your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Which Scottish team plays at the Caledonian Stadium? Inverness. Who scored Rangers' only goal in the three-one loss to Bayer Leverkusen? Edmondson. Who did Celtic face in the final of the 1967 European Cup? Uh, Inter. What nationality's former Rangers player Brahim Hemdani? Pass. Marius Ongpo has signed a contract extension with which Scottish Pass. club? What's Cowden Beath's nickname? Pass. And what decade did Berwick Rangers famously beat Rangers in the Scottish Cup? What decade? 70s. Okay, let's bring Fraser back. Fraser, have you got us? I have. We've got Great. Ralph McTell. Is that right, Hugh? Yeah. Oh, the streets of London. Yeah. Must be a fortune that song. Okay. Never heard of that. Bit yeah. before my time. <laughs> uh, ever so slightly. Let's get the same set of questions to you, Fraser. Your time starts now. Which Scottish team plays at the Caledonian Stadium? Inverness Caledon. Who scored Rangers' only goal in the three-one loss to Bayer Leverkusen? George Edmondson. Who did Celtic face in the final of the 1967 European Cup? Uh, Inter Milan. What nationality is former Rangers player Brahim Hemdani? He is uh, Moroccan Marius Ongpo has signed a contract extension With which Scottish club? Hamilton Aggies What is Cowden Beath's nickname? Uh, don't know, pass Which decade did Berwick Rangers famously beat Rangers in the Scottish in Cup? the 60s Who? Okay I don't think we started that last question, did we, Producer Andy? No. I had barely made a noise to get it. Okay, let's, let's hope we don't need it Otherwise we could it. have a real debate <laughs> in our hands uh, What do you think, Robert? How did that... How did that go in your uh, mind? Got an alright start, I think, but 
Yeah, fair assessment. You did. You started well. You both got Inverness at the Caledonian Stadium. You both got George Edmondson scoring last night. You both got Inter Milan, 1967. Uh, the nationality of Brahim Hemdani, he is Algerian. <sighs> so it's three all after four questions. Marius Ongpo has signed a contract extension with which Scottish club? It is Hamilton Ackies. Fraser goes in front. Is it too soon, Fraser, to ask the question, the elephant in the room, as to what exactly that contract is going to look like <laughs> in this current climate? And can he play next season? And can he finish this season? I don't know. I don't know. Marius, if you're listening, give us a call. Um, what is Cowden Beast's nickname? The Blue, the Blue Brazil. Brazil. Come on, one of the best nicknames out there. 4 3 to Fraser Wishart. Which decade? Did Berwick Rangers famously beat Rangers in the Scottish Cup? You need this to equalise, Robert. You said 70s. Fraser said 60s. What year was it, Hugh? 67. It was 67, which means Fraser takes it 5-3. to three. It was a good effort, Robert. Just not quite there. Hard lines. Well, well done, Robert. Good game. Good man. That was Robert and Dumbarton. Your chance to beat the pundit will be back, I hope, on Monday evening at the same time. So there we go. Uh, I made light of it. But on a serious note That right there And a very small example Of the reality That is facing clubs At the moment Marius Opo signs His new contract Today yeah. Fraser yeah. I mean it was probably a, Agreed maybe last week Sign the paperwork Announce it today The games are shut down No one really knows What lies ahead And that's just You know the, yeah. the, the focus If you like Is on The title Who wins the title Who gets relegated But actually There's so much more than that So much uncertainty For, for players And staff And even people that You know what about what about the, the wee guys If you like The match day staff At the oh, football stadium Across the country Who turn up Every Saturday or Sunday And that's a crucial part Of their income That they turn up And, and they work the kiosks or, or whatever it may be Stewards, pubs, clubs around, around the Restaurants, round grounds And, and every club has got uh, Something in here That's important Just to them And uh, at Marius Ompo For example it's, it's a one year extension And that's One of the issues Around players contracts Because so many players Sign short term contracts It's a huge turnaround and we're talking about extending the, the, the season I'd hate to guess how many players' contracts are actually up and on June the 9th So it's not just about the top level It's up and down the country There are small things that affect local clubs And, and, and they're going to be affected hugely by this, this shutdown 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need to get in touch tonight You can tweet us as well We're at Clyde SSB Let's do a couple of those um, at the moment Kenny's got a slightly different... Um, Approach He says Cancelled all football Yet Hollywood Bowl At Glasgow Key Is busy as usual Hands off my ball He says um, Just a bit of a, a Tongue in cheek view of things um, Loads of suggestions Coming in Apologies I can't even um, Scratch The surface of them uh, Sean Gallagher's Raising the issue Fraser He says Little point to mention Celtic fans for example 450 quid or more For season tickets okay. Um, what This was to see competitive games If the league was to be void These games are, are essentially friendlies Would the fans be given a refund? Up and, and that, up and down the line Who lands, knows? Whether you support Stennis, Muir and Breaking or Celtic People pay their season tickets So there, there is in, in lies another question Yeah and, and then Callum Robertson Hugh um, He says World Cup is in two years Don't play any competition until May Finish the games in all competitions Play the Euros in September, October A new season starts in January Through to November And this would allow Leagues a revamp After the World Cup And then he's got something about A league starting from scratch In 23-24 I mean And by the way I'm not laughing at, at you no. Callum It's just underlines How on earth could you How could you have that foresight At the moment I would imagine It goes without saying That the Euros would be cancelled Because Given the nature of the, the tournament And the number of countries it was supposed to be played in It is 
impossible for that tournament to take place. And that is my hope that football can resume April or May and that we can use the time that was allotted for Euro 2020 to complete our league and let the champions be the champions and whoever has to suffer the fate of relegation, let it be decided on a football pitch. Thomas is in Dilmarnock. What have you got for us, Thomas? How are you doing, lads? Not bad. Uh, right, first of all, everything is hypothetical because we're having to sure. make up ideas. But the one scenario that will eventually come up, if it does go with the already talking, months, June, July, and it's impossible to finish the league, impossible to even finish it or start it again. It just simply becomes void. That's the only alternative you can take. And then what happens is your standings from last year determines everybody, all the leagues across Europe. UEFA will probably come to a decision. The way the leagues all finished last year is what we'll do for all the Champions League, Europa League places. Unfortunately, that's the way it's going to be. So it what, just totally becomes void. What would you say to the Dundee United people, Thomas, who've... That's there's, there's nothing you can do about it. It's, as everybody said, it's unprecedented what's happened. Dare I, just need to accept. Dare I ask the accept. question, Thomas, and I appreciate this is extremely difficult to answer. You're a Rangers fan. Would you think you'd be saying the same if Rangers were 13 points clear at the top? And if, if that's the rules, if that's what they have to say, then they have to, there's not. I would, of course, you're going to go like that. Yeah, uh, I'd want to win it. But if that's what they're going to decide, you've got to accept it. But you've used, the, you've used the word rules. There are no rules. No, there, there, there's, right, there's no rules, but they're going to have to make a decision. Hmm, yeah, they're going yeah, to have to create right. one, if you like. That, that's why I go back to the point that um, in Neil Doncaster, the CEO at the SPFL, and uh, Ian Maxwell, the CEO at the SFA, uh, they are going to have to assume strong leadership here. They do not have the full trust of uh, football supporters in general in this country. But they and uh, the boards behind them uh, are going to have to come up with something that deals appropriately with this unprecedented situation. Uh, And I do have full sympathy for them. And they do have to wait to see how the pandemic progresses. Uh, because this is going to be the toughest call ever made in the history of Scottish football. Yeah, big statement, but you're probably not wrong. In fact, definitely not. Um, Fraser, how would you assess how this has been handled by those in charge of Scottish football so far? I don't have a problem at all. I think that um, we have to acknowledge that football employs a lot of people. You know, we talk about being a sport, but it is a business, and for that business it has to... It's to generate income. A lot of clubs, the income, probably 50% of that income or more, comes from, from, from gate money. And, and uh, we have followed the, the government policy so far, not going against it. wouldn't be allowed to go against it. So for all the criticism that you know the game should have been shut down last week or the week before the week before, no. Mm. I mean, we, we're kind of waiting. I said earlier, we're waiting for some point, I think, that uh, government's going to say to businesses, everybody in their, in their like in Italy in your house for, for two weeks but you don't go too early there's a plan here and, and I don't think that you can criticise people uh, who have made the decisions so far in fact if, if this weekend had gone ahead then I don't think players would have would have been too too fussed about it because we're still following government policy but I think it was probably was the right decision given the fact that every other country in Europe 
had, had made this same decision. So these are huge decisions. And you, Thomas has got a, a view there. And no matter what the decision is made at the end of all of this, if we don't manage to finish the season, half the people will be happy and half the people won't be happy. Mm. And that's the way it is when you're, when you're in, in that position. Because there's no right and wrong answer here. It's just they have to make what they deemed to be a fair decision, but other people will deem it to be unfair. Is it going to need to be a bit of patience required from, from us, from fans, from, from, from various people? Because hopefully throughout this year we get clear... Um, an open and honest communication from the governing bodies, but at the same time, they can't communicate something if if they don't have anything to communicate about. If yeah. that makes it. so, you know, there's no point in giving updates for updates' sake. I know people like to be kept in the loop, but we, it doesn't look like we're getting a fast solution here. At some point this morning, Aberdeen players were no doubt travelling towards Petaudry to get on the bus to come down to the west of Scotland to have their pre-match. Preparations. A fair point. I wonder if they were actually on their way. Yeah, they, they, thinking of the time. And then last night they travelled last ah, night. Did they? Yeah. Well, at some point they are then told, "Listen, not only is the game not taking place tonight, no football is going to be played until further notice." Now, on the day that all of that takes place, how on earth can anyone think it is possible to come up with yeah. a solution to? Who will be the champions? How will the champions be decided? Who will go down? How will that be decided? Who goes into Europe? How will that be decided? How can anyone think that this can be decided overnight? Let's take another view from Gary in the Gorbals. Thanks to Thomas and Domanic. Gary, what do you think? Um, basically, I, I think that I've got a couple of points on the situation. One of them being the Scotland and Israel playoff game. But the first point is, I think that we need to kind of see it out. As, as you say, we need to kind of take a step back here, let let things settle down, and let's let's get to a situation where if we need to play during the summer because obviously the Euros are going to be cancelled, then we'll play over the summer. I think we need to play it out fairly, whether that means um, you know you play until the split and then see what the situation is. If you've got a, a situation where you've got the team who are officially been relegated, the team who have officially won the league, then that's fine. But obviously then, if things aren't decided, then you still need to play on. But I think we need to definitely play on throughout the summer with that period being free now. That's that's undoubtedly the case, Gary. And in an ideal world, that's what would happen. However, there's another nightmare scenario, Gary, that when football resumes, one or two clubs in the Premiership might have succumbed to financial pressure created by having to pay players and pay all other forms of overheads while having no income whatsoever from football. And the the nightmare of nightmares would be that football can resume and you find out that you don't have 12 clubs left in the Premiership. And Fraser, just in case Gary missed it earlier on, we we all agree that you know that, that sounds good in terms of a calendar. Hopefully the, the virus clears up. Hopefully we can free up the summer. Could you just explain if anyone missed it again The problem that lies though with, with players' contracts yeah, Players' contracts If they do end at the end of the season And, and probably across Scotland Remember this is not just about The, ten, the Championship in, in the Premier League and, Or, or, the, or the, the relegation This is about four divisions Part-time clubs And the league has to be fair to every single club And treat them all, all, all the same But most of the players in the lower leagues And in the Championship And even in the Premier League Their, their, their contract's finishing June the 9th Loans finish then And the players go back to the, the club So you could have a situation Where the transfer window opens And do you have And somebody's left with half a team So you may 
sign six players as every club does early on in the summer and you end up with next year's team playing for this year's title and then is that fair because Hearts might be able to sign six players and that changes them and gets them up there is no easy solution to, to, to all of this that that's the ideal is that we can find a way of playing into the summer but you can't say to somebody I know your contract's up and you want to move to another club but you stay where you are because we need to finish this title you know it's just not realistic mm. Sounds problematic Gary have you got another point? Yeah, just about the Scotland-Israel playoff semi-final. Just thinking about it earlier on today. Obviously, like we've we've had a few bad injuries, um, especially in defence with Souter and McKenna, was it? Um, mm. And then obviously McGinn and Tierney being out. They they were going to be out until March. Um, potentially with the game being moved until uh, an unconfirmed date. That would be a positive note, surely, for Scotland and the fans that we could have those players back fit. I certainly, I certainly admire Gary's attempts at finding a silver lining in all this. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it, Hugh. Um, yeah. In theory, I don't know. But the, the Euros will be moved to 2021 uh, because the, the nature of the competition, having it played in so many countries, not in the middle of a pandemic, you don't. So it's back to 2021. Yeah, we might have players free of injury. We might go through to face Norway and Erling Haaland another year down the line, <laughs> another year more experience to score the 75 more goals. So, and Billy um, Gilmer might be a regular in the, in the first team at Chelsea. It could work both he's, ways. He's a, he's a player that I, th- I think, to be honest with you, that's almost by the way at the moment. It's 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 finding a way. If you if I can cancel 2020 for a year, it gives every single league in Europe a wee bit of breathing space and the opportunity to at least to find try a way yeah. to finish in the league. That, that's the best we can hope for. Okay, Gary and the Gorbals, thanks a lot for your points tonight I've still got a full-time teaser for you Don't think you're getting off with that uh, And like I said, Rangers fans, I know the game is it's small time It was done and dusted last night The away leg has been cancelled We don't even know if it will be replayed, when it will be replayed But bear this in mind You're going to be crying out for this next week This is the last chance we could have for goodness knows how long To look back on a game of football so get in touch right now and tell us what you made of the game at Ibrox last night. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Fraser Wishart is here. Hugh Kevens is alongside him. And we've been trying our best to go over what has been one of the most incredible days in, in Scottish football. The... Football across the board Every single level uh, Has been cancelled Until further notice In response to the coronavirus threat Lots of ideas Lots of theories Lots of questions I think everyone at least accepts We don't we don't really know Where we're going at this point So it's, it's quite difficult I would like to look back On a game Hugh That would be nice mm. Wouldn't it Because come next week We will be yearning For a game of football To just look back on I watched um, Man United Play Lask In front of no people and then I watched Rangers play by a Leverkusen in front of tens of thousands of people. There's no doubt which is better. Uh, but uh, had this not occurred and had Rangers been going to Germany next week to play in front of tens of thousands of people against Leverkusen, uh, I don't think they would survive. I think we're well beaten last night. Okay, we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard. Hopefully, we'll hear from you on the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's get your full time teaser read out though, and you can see the planning here. You can see what we thought we were building up to this weekend. <laughs> uh, Ryan Preston sent the question in. Thank you again to Ryan. 
Can you name the last 11 players to score a penalty in an old firm match? It excludes the semi-final penalty shootout a few years ago So this is in, in normal regulation time if you like The last 11 players to score a penalty in an old firm match Go Arthur Edward No Moose at the belly Yes um. <laughs> it's, it's, good a, start. it's a good start It's a good start doesn't it Really good start uh, Barry mm. Ferguson No I'm thinking back it's not, There's not many in old film games You've still got a couple of Chris Boyd like, mm, No nope. uh. During the Last few years when Celtic were particularly dominant in the fixture There were a, a few others that you've You've missed um, Lee Griffiths No I think you, you'll get a couple of these I think <laughs> I don't know that my brain's fried after today <laughs> uh, oh, Come on you I know I know My brain's gone Okay two of them are still with Their club and it's Celtic I don't mind telling you that Because you're really You're struggling more than I thought you would uh, James Forrest No Armstrong No Rogic No Callum McGregor No and Cham Yes <laughs> We got them in the Olivier and Cham Not through any great thought Just through There's a deduction Okay we'll leave it there for now Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard He says they gave Bayer Leverkusen too much respect in the first half He was happy with the response in the second um, But then extremely disappointed to concede that third goal I think the scoreline's a tough one for us to take You know I think losing 3-1 at home at Ibrox is always going to be tough and disappointing I think you have to pay respect to the opposition Good team, real good style about them and some real high class individuals I thought in terms of Rangers we were too respectful in the first 45 minutes We had a good shape about us with organisation but we were passive within that shape we weren't aggressive enough second half got the reaction we wanted and, and much more of what I was looking for in the first half much more front foot aggressive really forcing them into errors and we got some success and joy from that created some decent opportunities And but obviously the goal we've conceded is a top top finish um, and the third one I'm extremely disappointed in because we never defended that situation good at all and obviously the first goal the penalty we, we ask for VAR to get all the decisions right and it probably is the right decision but it's a tough one obviously that goes against the game plan to go a goal down to a penalty but then we've, we've done ever so well to get back in the game and if the game finishes at 2-1 it's not the end of the world you've still got a real scoreline you can go and 5-4 3-1 makes it even more tougher um, but we'll go next week and give it everything we've got and give it our best shot and hopefully try and find a 90 minute performance rather than 45 Right, we know you won't go there next week We know mm -hmm. that now But this was said at the time Let's try our best to look back in the game David is a Rangers fan from Motherwell What did you make of it David? Uh, I was a little bit disappointed I must admit I think if we got If we got the second goal And we're pushing to get the equaliser It would have made a, a massive difference um, But Leverkusen getting the third goal um, And I was having to go there to score three I just I can't see it happening. Um, not with the form we're in anyway. Um, they're a really good team, but um, had it been Rangers got that second goal, then it could be a different story. Where was the balance, David, do you think, between Leverkusen being very good, as people obviously expected them to be, and then maybe things that you know that Rangers could have done better? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I could be biased, but I saw that the Rangers were... When we were pushing for that second goal, we were just as equal 
um, if not better than Leverkusen for points to game. So if Rangers could play the way they did against Braga or whatever, then I think they would have they would have had the chance. But I think three one is just too big a difference. I don't think there's a massive gulf. I, I certainly don't think that people are touting Leverkusen to be the eventual winners. I, I really don't see it. I thought Rangers though get off fairly lightly. You know the the Stephen Davis headed off the line. Uh, Leverkusen struck the bar as well. Uh, I thought that Camberi livened Rangers up when he came on. Uh, they're still looking for Alfredo Morelos to to start being the player that the, the Rangers fans know he can be. He still looks to me well off it. Uh, who knows when it'll be played? Who knows when this second leg will be played? Um, but I, I do think that it'd be very unlikely that Rangers in Germany could do enough to stay in the competition. On last night, Fraser, what, what about that? Because Rangers, I don't think Leverkusen didn't create a great deal in, in, in that first half when they were particularly dominant. But at the same time, you could still see how good they were and how, yeah. how well they kept the ball. Yeah, they're a good team and, and I disagree. I, I think that Leverkusen, if it was to be completely, would have every chance of winning this trophy. They're, they're a good good team and they're high up in the Bundesliga as, as well. And they, they just were organised, they were strong, they were quick at the back as well. And every time Rangers went forward, the ball just came back again and again. And Rangers were just a bit flat, I think, the, the way they've been over the last couple of months, other than the European ties, ironically. Just a wee bit flat, it was a flat atmosphere around. But then all of a sudden, beginning the second half, the Rangers did play well. And I agree with you, I thought Camberi just brought brought something to Rangers and all of a sudden they, they, they looked as if they could get a goal. It was a, a wee spell of pressure. But but overall, I think it was a fair result. And uh, Rangers' um, European campaign, we, we, I don't think if the game's played, they, they can overturn, overturn that. But they've had a great campaign. It's been a long, long campaign. From, from the first qualifying rounds But it, it just wasn't there last night And I think as much to do with The quality of Leverkusen As anything else David what else have you got for us? Oh sorry I was just going to ask One quick question sure. Do you think uh, Rangers in the form They showed just before Christmas Do you think it would be A different story When they came to play These two legs against Leverkusen? Yeah possibly Possibly But the, the thing is They are where they are And, and they're not playing Particularly well Rangers And, and they've had a wee spell Where, where they've been pretty flat And, and and it's not really happening for them, um, but we are where we are, David. And, uh, and I still think Leverkusen yeah, is a good team. You don't know team. as well, you know, the dynamic of a football game. If Rangers had been able to raise it within the game, maybe that would have caused Leverkusen to, you know, to, to raise but, it higher absolutely. as well. When, so when, when Edmondson scored, all of a sudden you're thinking they could maybe get a two-two of this because the, the the crowd were lifted, the place was lifted, and Rangers seemed to to do it. But then these good good teams just control the tempo of the game, and and they did that throughout. They were really strong. The three central defenders, Leverkusen. Quick attackers I mean Leon Bailey Comes on off the bench And, and just, just Starts destroying defenders And in the midfield I think they control The tempo of the game Throughout So you know, I don't think Rangers Can be criticised for it I think it was just Leverkusen were, were just a class above David do you want to have The final say? No no my, my, my original point I don't know if it had been Touched on with regards To Neil Lennon's comments And the story That's come out today Lots of was Neil Lennon right or what he said and what he didn't um, in regards to Celtic should be awarded the trophy and everybody was focusing on who should win it and who's relegating and it's no fair in the relegation but there wasn't a lot of focus on the likes of Motherwell and Aberdeen and the, the issues it could cause for them could possibly have in that European place and also the Scottish Cup um, not getting finished uh, just wanted to know what if you would know what would happen there well, no. As I say, in 150 years of organised football, a totally unprecedented, historic happening took place today. And how can anyone 
by the end of the day have the answer to everything. And again, I think people are trying to hang Neil Lennon out to dry here. He was a Celtic manager. He was asked a question about Celtic and the outcome of the title. Uh, He was asked that question minutes after it had been announced that Scottish football was going into hibernation. So he bombarded by questions and he did not forget to say that this Mm. pandemic was taking people's lives and that people's lives were more important than football. He was also, among a welter of questions, asked, should Celtic be champions? And he said, yes. So in fairness to Neil Lennon, he covered all bases. He did not overlook the fact that this is a human tragedy amongst us, getting worse by the day. And then he was asked another question about the title. And he said, yeah, Celtic should get it. So... Fairness to the man I don't think David was too uh, Offended by that But what he did say Fraser there David Which again It just highlights What we've been saying all along We'll focus on The Premiership title but And then other people Are you know, considering the relegation We've got all the other titles All the other relegation battles And other issues as well Motherwell and Aberdeen Who should finish third Who's going to get into Europe Who gets the extra money From getting into Europe if you ask Daniel it's Stendhal He'll say oh, That's unfair You know We should call it null and void We shouldn't be relegated You know If you ask Robbie Nielsen He'll say Of course we should be promoted We should be handed the title He'll give the same answer As, as, as Neil Lennon And as I said earlier There are little Stories And, and kind of backstories In every single team In this in this league You know Inverness, Cali Thistle who, Who've who've had their own Financial problems to seek And they seem to come out The other end And they're thinking We could maybe get promotion From the playoffs Do we deny them The opportunity to play Against Aaron Dundee And perhaps who's 11th we probably might have to do that. It's it's just one of these horrible situations, and uh, I think mm. hopefully people can trust in those that make a decision to make what they deem to be a fair decision. Might disagree with it, but at the end of it, there has to be a decision based on what's good for Scottish football, not what's good for one individual club. See, that's why Mister Sensible Hugh Evans, Fraser yeah. Wisher, throwing out the possibility that people will respect the decision as being fair and just. Do you know what? I didn't expect He needs to spend more time in here. Do you know what? I'm so impressed and we'll let him give me a lift home. <laughs> I noticed you two are wearing matching cardigans this evening as well. Uh, see, sophisticated that hasn't gentleman, escaped my attention. Sophisticated gentleman of a certain age, a certain bearing, uh, a certain status. Uh, I thought we looked like Jack and Victor. Aye, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, David and Motherwell. Brian and Cope Bridge, we just lost you. So give us a call back. We'll get you back on. Uh, in fact, he is phoning back. We need to get uh, Brian and Cope Bridge back on the line. Let's revisit this teaser. The last 11 players to score a penalty in an old firm match, but it doesn't include that penalty shootout recently. You've got Dembele and Cham. Billy Dodds. Nope. Um, Barry Robson Yes Great shout Yeah Nikita Jelovic No Nakamura No There's another Celtic Current Celtic player Either Rogic or Christie No actually We can actually check this It's quite an unlikely one I'm going to have to Not not that I'm doubting Ryan Preston for a moment (laughs) I'm sure it is memorable But it's just Probably slipped my mind Lustig No James Tavernier No So the Rangers ones Are all going back a bit um, Brahim Hamdani No oh, In fact there are only Three Rangers ones on there Gary Hooper No I'll give you some thinking time We'll get yeah, back yeah. to it next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompsons.com 
I've given you some thinking time So hopefully it's worked Fraser Wishart and Hugh Evans Are trying to get the last 11 players To score a penalty In an old firm match It does not include penalty shootouts So you've got Dembele Cham And Barry Robson Kieran is on And he's nailed most of them But he's got one or two wrong I think Third frame has thrown a few in as well I'll give you one Go In the League Cup final Aidan McGeady Brilliant, well done I'll go for a couple of the Rangers ones Nacho Novo Yes And I said Boyd earlier But he's pal Kenny Miller Yes Claudio Arena I'm kind of guessing now What about the one that's still at Celtic? The reason you've not thought of him Is just because you don't think of him as taking penalties And when I say he's at Celtic He's very much at Celtic Scott Brown Yes Is that right? Mm -hmm. Can't remember Scott It was at Ibrox I think Round about eight years ago Someone can tell me I'm talking rubbish But I think so Yeah. Never been a strong point shooting Well there we go Tucked it away I'm sure So you've got one, two, three, four to get One Rangers Three Celtic Surely Hermit Larson though (laughs) Kenneth O'Gleish they're just not in the last 11 I'm sure they did At some point But they're not in the last 11 Not Sutton or Hartson No There's a there's a talking point for you Petrov So it's for next week There's 8 Celtic and 3 Rangers In the last 11 penalties That were scored In all three games There's a conspiracy Oh great yeah Thanks for that <laughs> that, That's <laughs> for Monday good. guys Not not for now Yep that would be brilliant Right let's take another call From Brian Who's a Rangers fan In Cote Bridge Just before we get on to your, your master plan Brian What did you make of the action last night It's the last chance we're going to get For a while to review a game What did you make of it I think the Rangers done well in the second half I think they were out of depth With the speed of the other team They were always a team that break Very much with Celtic And I think they got caught cold But the other team were different class Yeah do you think uh, they were Rangers. good Brian Because your previous, your previous uh, Rangers fan Who was on Said he actually didn't think they were that good Didn't think they w- they could go on to win it But but Fraser disagreed And, and thought they definitely looked apart Leverkusen They were brilliant Because at the end of the day They're so organised Everybody will panic When a team decides That they're going for it Rangers decided they were going for it At a point And at the end of the day At that point Rangers looked good But the other team never looked As if they were out of depth And and without even cheek about it Morelis is just um, A passenger now So they're Really 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 bad I just don't know what's the matter with Laddie. He's just uh, not got it anymore. I was looking at the first half, Fraser, and I, I saw a great debate about this, you know, on social media as well, as to whether you could be unhappy about Alfredo Morelos' performance, or actually was he given a you know a thankless task against a team that you kept the ball for fun? Yeah. At the back, which was it? Yeah, well, I, mean, I think first and foremost he came up against. He was up front of his own against some really strong defenders. But I, th- I think Brian's got a point. There's just he's gone off the boil. That that, that sharpness and the tenacity and the. The strength where, where he would bully defenders, you know, and, and he's done it in Europe earlier on this season, just seems to have gone. But, but, um, I, I think last night you would give him a bit of leeway because he, he was up front of his own for a long period. Camberry coming on gave them an option coming off the left, strength, and he would come into areas and start to pick up. He's a strong player, so he had a bit of support up there. Whereas in the first half, I didn't think that he got support from anywhere in that midfield area from, from, from Rangers. But there's no doubt that he has just gone off the boil, he's not scoring the goals, he's not looking the same. Really powerful and an aggressive player that he was earlier on the season. Um, Brian, you're likely to be one of the final callers. I'm not sure if you'll be the final one, but one of them, which means you get you get the definitive say on where Scottish football goes from here. No pressure. It's the, the way I look at it, everything is going to run to the end of the season, and it has to be finished with the current management and current teams because everybody's going to refresh their teams. And at the end of the day, players will move on. 
and you'll never get to finish it. It'll always be an argument. So everybody will agree that, especially at the top end, yeah, Rangers and Celtic, the two games that would have been at Ibrooks and Parkhead would have decided the league, if there was any chance for Rangers. So just get that head-to-head and get all the money together, they can out of TV and uh, play at home and away and the uh, best team will win. Wow. You? No, uh, I can't buy that uh, because that would be unfair on Celtic who have uh, built up a 13-point lead uh, and Brian would acknowledge that that's been the case because Rangers fell apart uh, at the beginning of 2020. The only... Hope for any of us Is that football is able to resume A few weeks down the line And that we are able to finish our season By playing The league matches remaining And that will determine Who wins the title Who goes down Who goes into Europe It's clean Clean cut And no arguments Anything other than that And It's apocalypse now Fraser what Flaws do you spot in Brian's plan? <laughs> I agree with you. I think it'd be unfair on Celtic. If there was a point between the two teams, you could maybe see that bit of an argument. But how do you decide everything else? How do you decide relegation? And I'll say again, please don't focus on the SPFL and whoever makes this decision. It's not going to focus on what we're doing with the Premiership title. They're going to go across these four leagues about promotion, relegation, into Breaking City. And that might, that might not be too important to too many people around here, but there's a club on the brink. Don't tell Mark Wilson. Totally. There's a club on the brink. Who do they play? Because the Highland League and the Lone League play off and then they play Breaking City. So did they, you say Highland League, Lone League? There you go. There's a million, uh, hundreds of, of, of little combinations here that need to be got at. Hopefully, hopefully we can get the season up and yep. running and finish it in some way, shape or form. But if not, a decision has to be made and people won't like it. People will and people won't no matter what decision's taken. Go on, let's squeeze in one more because it's been quite the night. Let's speak to John and Wisher. Thank you, Brian and Coke Bridge. John, what have you got suggestions-wise? Just two points. Go for it. All the racing's on tomorrow. How many people go to that? But who goes to the racing? It's not the common man, is it? Also, the golf, after a third day, if it rains, the result stands. Whoever's at the top or the, or the bottom, that, that's the way it goes. And the motor racing's the same. So if the league stops tomorrow, it's not for the rest of the season. Wherever you are, that's it. It's just the way it is. Mm. And we carry on. Interesting, that, that logic, though, John. What if... And you have to bear with me because everything's hypothetical here But you're acting as if that's a watertight logic that can always apply What if the league had to come to an end after two games? Would you give the team that was top the title? That is completely different That is completely The way we're sitting now Okay, fair enough, that's what I'm saying Because it is hypothetical What's the cut off then? After one day it would be cancelled But we're three quarters of the way through the season It it should be the way it is Stopped Now, say if Rangers were at the top I would say the same It wouldn't bother me if that's the way it's going to be, it's going to be. What, what's but your you cut-off point, John? What's your, what's your cut-off point? Because I, I accept, you know, when I said two games, I know I, I was deliberately being ridiculous. Three quarters of the way through. Are we three quarters of the way through yeah, yet? I think we are. I think we're about 80%. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're no lawyers at the golf saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm only two strokes behind him. Am I, go, am I, am I going to... Am I, go, I would have won that. I could have got a better round than him. No, they, it should have been agreed... Somebody should have been looking at this, you know, maybe years ago and saying, what if something happens like that? What if something happens like that? I know nobody thought it would, but it has. In the majors, John, did they not try and come back and, and play it to a finish? No, not well. See if they try and come back and they still can't play it. The result stands after the third round. I think, what about Hearts then? They just get relegated. Hugh, that's the way it is. That's just the way it would need to be. If, if we're going to do that, either that or just scrap the whole season. Well, 
I have not given up hope that football can resume in a few weeks' time and we can get this played uh, because, you know, just to say, oh, that's it. Um, I think Hearts lawyers will be listening um, and many other law firms will be listening. It will not be that simple. And I do have sympathy for the SFA and the SPFL, but you cannot say, John, with a straight face, somebody should have thought of this years ago. How can somebody dream up a pandemic killing thousands of people and affecting football worldwide? How can somebody think that up? John and Wisher, thank you for the call. It is the final one of the evening because these two have got a good few answers left to get on the I teaser. Got, I've got one. You I've sure? One. You Absolutely nailed on. Good tonight. Georgie Samaras. Yes, well done. That's right, a 2-0 game, remember? Uh-huh brilliant right, I'm going to have to start helping you here yes. So think Celtic Think Brendan Rodgers era And um, you've already said Dembele So it's not him Who would be Brendan Rodgers' other main goal-getters in that time? Especially in this fixture He's no longer at Celtic oh. I mean, was truly one of, one, of the, one of the main men in that, that first season and and beyond, but particularly then. Oh, uh, Scott Sinclair. Yeah, Scott Sinclair. Yeah, of course. Right, so we're going back now. The Rangers won. What if I told you he's still playing in the league, but he's playing for Hibs? Whitaker. Yes. Oh. And the other Celtic one, we're going back. He's the furthest back of them all. Played for Scotland. Played for the likes of Wigan and Aston Villa down oh, south. Well, Here's the clue. Oh, sure, oh, yeah, well done. I was going to go for the Belgium clue, but you've got it. Thank you, Fraser Wishart and Hugh Kevens. A difficult night. I don't think we ever thought we would be here, but here we are. And hopefully we get some sort of clarity progress over the weekend. Possibly not. This is going to be a massive. The ramification is going to be felt for a long, long time. As it stands, we are back on Monday and we'll definitely be needing your company because there won't be too much to discuss. I'm sure we'll think of something. In the meantime, GBX Fridays are next. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.